also have a guest today. Hello, everyone in podcast land. I'm Gragly Sam. And breathing Sam. <sighs> I've got a mouth-breathing problem anyway. I'm that mouth-breathing troglodyte people talk about all the time. Troglodyte? Troglodyte. What the fuck is that? A troglodyte is an older man who, like a, like a, like a Bigfoot type man. Sasquatch? a fucking troglodyte. Okay. Anyway, I've never heard this. Oh, did you hear the mystery guest voice? I am aware because I am in the room with this mystery guest. And we told who was going to be guest on last week. It's Kirk motherfucking Gibbons. Everyone say hello. Kirk Giblets. Yeah. Yeah. Give it up for me. (laughs) Kirk. Kirk. Captain Kirk. All right. Is that who you were named after? Actually, yes. Oh, my God. How does that make you feel? Um, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I really didn't like my name very much when I was younger, but I actually like it now. It has a very distinct sound. I think it's Ex- very much like, I'm here, I'm fucking Kirk. But except it's not that distinct, because people always think my name's Kurt. Kurt with a T? Yeah, but in casual conversation, I don't even notice the difference. People call me Kurt forever, and I'll just be like, yeah, it sounds yeah, like my name. Kurt Gibbons. Know? Right? I can't tell. Uh, you, did you know the what I just said? is Kirk Giblets. I did say Kurt. Kurt Giblets. Kirk. Yeah, I didn't, it just sounded like my name. I'll say this. I only know one Kirk, and it's you. I've met a couple of Kirks in my time, but they're few and far between. Few and far between. I've heard of other Kirks, but I've never met a Kirk. <laughs> Excuse me. I am sick. I'm still getting over being sick. I was sick last week, or yeah, getting over yeah. being sick last week, so here right. we are, being sick for you. Do you want to get into it early, since it's a three-person thing, and they usually take longer? And you probably just really want to get no, this over No, it's not that I want to get it over with. It's... <laughs> It's just I fear it could get even longer than usual. So this isn't how many tracks are on this fucking thing? It's eighteen. Eighteen. So that's there's a lot. A, there's a couple of skits though. They're not like oh, that's, that's true. true. That's true. So like what? Fifteen real songs? Fifteen, fourteen real songs? Something like that. Something like that. I so, didn't actually count. Kirk chose this album. We will get to why you chose it and stuff later because we have questions at the end of the podcast. Um, but you chose an album for us to listen to. I did. What is the album? The Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem. Eminem, Eminem. Now, I took some notes. I'm the only one who did, I believe. Michelle's got production notes. Um, not many. I take mental notes. I, but I. It's much faster and efficient than writing. So I do have (laughs) that. This was released uh, May twenty third, two thousand. Yes. So where from are we the at? golden era. So we would have been Sam and I, as Kirk is a year older. <laughs> we would have been uh, ending eighth grade. Well, you're not a well. You're not a full year older, right? Well, okay, you're school a year school older. School year older. Okay, sorry. So, I mean, I was in high school when I became. He aware was a freshman. Me. It was the end of his freshman year. But this is so we already knew of Slim Shady by this point, though. Correct. Right? This is the second album. So by we Eminem. knew about him from. Second, I thought it was the he third. hit it big with "My Name Is." That was the the debut album. Mm-hmm. So that was out when we were in middle school. <clears throat> he had an yes. album before okay. that, and that was the one that I broke when I was in my Christian phase <laughs> because I shouldn't have been listening to it, and I was ashamed that I had it because it was so vulgar and violent, and I broke it and cried about God and prayed and all that shit. And then you bought it again, right? 
Yeah, I did. I sure did. Fuck you, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that album's awesome. And uh, I owned the first three. So this is the second album. We were in eighth grade. We we're getting ready to hit the summertime. This is the end of May. <coughs> in the summertime, listen to Eminem, and you go outside and you eat Eminems, and then you go and you have a baby Ruth and baby Twix. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you ever heard that song by Mungo Jerry? In the no. summertime. Oh well, yeah, I know that. I know the actual song. Oh, it was just me <laughs> being a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, singing that... to that rhythm. <laughs> you know, they talk about good. drinking and driving in that song. Have a drink, have a drive. Yeah. Go out and see. Never, we'll never see if you can make people not alive. <laughs> I don't think that's the actual lyrics. It is. Look at Mungo Jerry. <laughs> We're okay. So I am. It's not a funny fucking name, Mungo Jerry. It seems so. oddly racist. <laughs> I know it's it's a group of white guys. Was even it? yeah, even more so. Then. I believe at least the main guy singing is Mungo Jerry. Uh, Ma- Mungo, Mongo, Mongoloid, whatever. In the Mungo, da, 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 da. So I hadn't. He's a Mongoloid. Yeah, He's on it's... my front porch. I wish he'd go away because really carrying a torch. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. So I hadn't <laughs> written down that there are five singles that were released from this album. Five. Five oh, this was a monster this album. This album was Five. huge, because his I first only, album was huge. <clears throat> I'd only heard two before. Only two of these songs? Yeah, I'd only heard... Uh, Stan and The Real Slim Shady? Yeah. yeah I never... was actually surprised that The Real Slim Shady was on this, because I forgot that my name is was a different song. So when I heard this, I was like, oh, it's on the second album. And then I realized, like, oh, wait, those are two different songs. Yeah. They're so, kind of similar. Jesus and then when Christ. I remembered both existing, I was like, oh, yeah. So per Wikipedia, this album has sold over 11 million copies in the U.S. and over 35 million copies worldwide. That's correct. That's a lot of copies. That's a lot of fucking... Back when albums were still a thing selling. Yeah. And you can't make money on music like you used to be able to. <laughs> so <Fuck>. let's... <laughs> Let's roll what on into this album, the Marshall Mathers LP. This is, is it time. This is yes. This is an album that has. This also won Grammy for the album of the year, I believe. It did. <coughs> uh, we'll talk about the Grammys a little bit later. Um, Not that I put a lot of stock in the Grammys. No, it's fine. It's fine. I I bring it up later. So um, I only listen to Grammy nominated th- artists. This, this was a the, a rarity in the case that it was critically acclaimed and widely loved by like actual music fans and shit like that because usually those things don't go hand in hand could you talk any quieter yeah you have to talk into the mic (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys how's this it's better that's better it's better um my name's paul (laughs) and i want to talk about this the cover of the album real quick it is eminem crouched in the fetal position in a ball that's one of the album covers there's actually two Really? This is true. He knows shit. Look at this. He's Mr. Factoid. So, I actually prefer the other album cover. What's the other album cover? Where he doesn't like a scared little it's boy. Like, it's like a better picture of his house, and it's like not as dark. Is that his actual old house? Yeah. That's or, Well, I'm pretty sure it was. They did like a photo shoot in front of the, the, the house. I think the people that lived there wouldn't let him in anymore. It was weird or something like that. That's where huh. his m- mother's... <coughs> Sorry, I'm talking softly again. His mother's Munchausen syndrome ran rampant in this house. <laughs> Huh. So let's. Well, I'm uh, gonna look up that other cover while we start the album. Okay, so this album definitely makes use of interludes. So we start the first 
track is a public service announcement. 2000 zero. <laughs> I almost said 2000 and something because I'm used to. I'm not used to 2011. Not a goddamn thing. 2019 years ago. Here we go. This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by Slim Shady. Slim Shady does not give a fuck what you think. If you don't like it, you can suck his fucking cock. Little did you know, upon purchasing this album, you have just kissed his ass. I agree with all of that. Slim Shady is fed up with your shit, and he's going to kill you. Anything else? Yeah. Sue me. Okay, so (laughs) this is what I have to say. You you agree with that? No, I just I just like it when he's like, yeah, suck my dick and stuff like that because that's like totally what I, my style. Like, yeah, because shit. you're obsessed with the idea of everyone sucking your dick. I was gonna say <laughs> no, this album is dripped with you. Just, it's just funny to me. This album know? drips with you. I just like I like his whole attitude. I like oh yeah, it's very clear where a lot of your inspiration he has come he from over give the years. Any, he doesn't give any shred of a fuck. He's so gleeful about not giving a fuck. That I, I just love it. So, but this is the thing. He also talks a lot of shit that he would never do. He talks so much on this album b- about killing people. Eminem's not going to kill anyone. Yeah, obviously, like he's not being serious about a lot of this stuff. I mean, he even addresses that on the album. And I, well, I didn't realize, and I was making notes without this knowledge. Um, I didn't realize that. I thought Eminem was just Eminem, and that he just talked about like other characters. I didn't realize that Slim Shady is an actual alter ego, where he is the most violent. Yes. And uh, funny. All, all of his darkest And then the darkest stuff is Eminem. Slim, is the Slim Shady. and um, Oh, I mean, like, the angry stuff, though, is Eminem, I believe. And then <clears> the, like, <throat> but then, like, the violent, like... There's all the different... Talking about raping people, which he's also really big about. All of his little characters combined to make Eminem. Because, like, there's Marshall Mathers, the person, right? And then there's Slim Shady, the guy that's going to, like, fuck shit up. I'm Slim Shady. Come in with a chainsaw. Yeah, you know, whatever. So then who's Eminem? Eminem is just, like, the culmination that's trying to hold it all together. Isn't that Marshall Mathers? (laughs) Isn't that Marshall Mathers, though? No, Marshall Mathers is that, like, nice guy that you worked with at the factory that wouldn't harm a fly. Okay, that cover that you have... Is that the, is that the one? Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, I feel like that's the one I am. I don't remember what I'm actually more familiar with. It might be that one, but it's been so fucking long. I prefer that one too because it's more. It's just a more appeasing to the eye type of color cover. Whatever. Well, and since we're concerned about what's appeasing, let's go on to track two. Kill oh, you. It's very appeasing. It's I gratuitously so. Tell me my daddy was an evil man. She used to tell me he hated me. But then I got a little bit older and I realized she was the crazy one. But there was nothing I could do or say to try to change it because that's just the This immediately one. came in when I when I started listening to this because I used to own this album. Oh, jeez. What the fuck just happened? I think the cord hit the pause button. Yeah, that was very tender. I used to listen to this a lot. And I haven't listened. Like, none, none of this has carried along with me over time. It, it has never made it onto a playlist. It has never made it onto a mixed CD when I did that. Uh, Eminem 
I really liked him in his heyday, and I think that that's about it. So when this started, I was just very much like, wow. Nostalgic? It was, I remembered every fucking word. Every fucking word. On this song, for sure. I remembered every word, too. It's very catchy. I don't, you can't make a playlist with this stuff because you just listen to the whole album. This is the album. No, I just, it didn't, none of it carried along with me though. Because I, I believe that there's a lot of like shit talking. And I mean, trust me, I'm a shit talker. I mean, listen, it's an element of rap in general, you know. It doesn't have to be. But it just kind of is, I mean. No, it hasn't always been. This is a, a different time of rap. <laughs> there's a lot of rap that was just like, I'm a fucking goofy loser and well, I, <laughs> I can't get I laid. I know that, but you know, this is still just all in fun, you know? You know what bothers me? Is how there's no reverb on that fucking snare drum. Oh my god, there you go with the snare drum again. I fucking hate it, it just stops. It makes my fucking heart stop. So, I have production problems. <laughs> I think the music is very simple on it, on this album, but um, Lynn Chaney, she wanted, Lynn Chaney wanted age restrictions on albums because of this song, and she would go around campaigning to try and get age restrictions on albums, and she would quote, lyrics from this song that's pretty funny that's a lot of really good free advertising for eminem <laughs> i'm sure you appreciated it i just always thought this song was cool it's not a typical rap song it, it, it sort of has like its own style to it i'll give eminem this he can rap yeah he's got good time for sure oh, he's an incredible rapper i mean that's pretty much undisputed i just don't like I, I think that his i don't know if it's his voice or his attitude there's just something that i got over kind of quickly with eminem but i was really into him like hardcore it's like you liked bad boys at one point and now you're just come on come on man calm down i think i just <laughs> Also, twice when this album came out, this, you know, nobody had heard anything like this. This was so unprecedented. It just changed everything. Yeah, it was a lot less of me caring about caring about um, lyrical content. For some reason, I care about that more as an adult because I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to hear things like raping sluts and stuff and be like ha ha ha, ha yeah he's just he's just kidding around <laughs> it's not but funny see, you know he's, he's pressing people's buttons you know i mean it kind of worked out because that's why you're over it, because you're not a person who likes to press buttons just to press buttons you know but, the mentality of but you know he's also making a really good song so it's like you can, you can just jam to it but really, but really, nobody, nobody had heard anything like this, and like people just take Eminem for granted now, you know. Was this a single? No, this wasn't a single. This was, uh, this is just the first song still. Yeah, this was definitely not single material. I'm just playing, ladies. Just playing, ladies. You know I love you. See? You know I love you. You see, he's just playing. He said, even said. Yeah, but he also says that you shouldn't believe. You shouldn't listen to what he says. Oh, oh, oh. And if you do listen, oh, then the he's going to fucking kill you. 
<laughs> yeah, if I believe this, he's going to kill me. If you listen to the things that he says and believe him, then he's going to kill you. Well. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't enjoy the genre, so. <laughs> I do enjoy. I don't give a fuck what he's saying. I do really. enjoy the I genre. I listen to Guar, like I was telling you. I listen, I listen to, to a lot of hip hop. I also love Guar. I, I can't <laughs> see how anyone doesn't love Guar. I don't love Guar. So, like, I just don't see it. We're different people. It's fine. We have. It just we're not all meant to be the same thing, to like the same stuff. I just like songs that jam. I don't care what kind of well, genre well, it is. Since you like uh, stuff that jams, let's move on to the next song, Stan. Because right. this song fucking jams. Oh, <laughs> I'll say it's it's sort of cheesy. No, it's extremely... This is the cheesiest song <clears throat> on the entire album, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I always skip this one. Oh, you do? Yeah, I mean, like when I listened to it this past week, just to hear the whole album, I listened yeah. to it, but normally I skip it. I will say this though, that this song became much bigger than the original Dido version, and Dido probably made a ton of money because of Eminem. Guaranteed, but people still didn't care about Dido after this song. Died yeah. who? Yeah, Dido died off and went away. <laughs> we don't know what happened to Dido. So when I hear this, I remember, I imagine the video where Devin Sawa was playing Slim Shady. Not Slim Shady, I'm sorry, he's playing the fan, Stan. Well, that's the thing. Come on, is, man. This is not based on a, on a specific story. This is just Eminem said that he received a lot of disturbing fan letters after the first album of people maybe taking his violent shit too seriously. So that's why he wrote this as like a culmination to kind of tell his fans like, hey, chill the fuck out, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, he really could have come up with something better than my fan stand. No. But, yeah, I imagine Devin Sawa, who, in the video, if you kind of watch, he poorly, he doesn't, he kind of fumbles a lot on rapping along, and uh, I just imagine that when I listen to this song, I just picture... Devin Sawall, like sweaty, driving in a car with his girlfriend in the trunk, talking into a, like screaming into a voice recorder, a tape recorder, and just flubbing it up. And they kept it all in the video. They didn't reshoot it. They didn't think that it. They were like, "That's perfect." Nailed it. Nailed it. So, talking about the Grammys earlier, this is the song that. Eminem performed on the Grammys when he won and to prove that he's not a homosexual hater even though he is a straight fucking hater of homosexuals throughout this entire album like hard fucking core um, that was supposed to be like his I'm not a homo hater cred yeah but that's, that's what he's saying like don't take what I say so seriously I think he's just pressing buttons. I'll do Elton John when it's time. I'll be the Elton John over the Dido. Just like, we can pretend it's the Grammys. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Oh, it's not here yet, though. I did it last night, and Sam liked it. Oh, yeah. This, this is a long song. This is four verses. I've noticed that happens that he, a lot. He has long songs. I've noticed he extends verses a lot, really. But this song, this song isn't needed. This song didn't need to be that long. Do you think he should have cut a stand verse? Or he should have cut his... 
like it did last night but it was fun last night that was still amazing do you think you should have cut a, a stand verse like or the Eminem version yeah. I don't know I think it had to be this way because he was telling the whole story yeah but I personally feel that this song kind of drones on just too long. I agree. It is a pretty long song. I can't get down with it. I understand, like, why he did it. But I think that this, this song gets too much shine. Like, people are like, oh, that song's so good. I love that song. And it's like, that song blows, dude. So many, like, way more better Eminem songs. So when you skip this song, when you listen to it, you skip it because you've heard it enough? Or you skip it because of quality of song? Or is it both? I think it's both. Because um, there's other songs where like that were popular, and I get sick of hearing it. But then years later, when I revisit the album, I can enjoy it. And it's like not that bad. But this song is still just kind of like, hmm, I could do without it. Mm-hmm. That's the part that Devin Sawa fucks up. Because if she suffocates, she'll suffer more than she'll die too. God damn it. I'll have to, I'll have to share it. So, um, this is the third track by, or the, the third single, by the way. That's the part I fucking laughed. Third track and third single. There are parts I laughed hysterically at this album that I was not supposed to. And that was one of them when he's like, oh, wait, how am I supposed to send this out? I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then another one is later. Actually, it's three in this fucking song alone. The biggest fan. That's at the end. That's at the end of this. No, he already did it. What's the. No. Oh, wait, he did. Yeah, okay. I already laughed at it. What's he say, though? It's something fan It's at the. Yeah. Your biggest fan, Stan. Like, truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. <laughs> but no, I was thinking about the end of this uh, verse. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, and then the end of this verse with Eminem. Eminem, Eminem. You know why it doesn't grab me, Kirk? Because this whole time I'm just going to be uninterested and just give you a preview. Nothing is funky about it. I think for me to connect to hip hop and rap, it's got to have. That fucking really funk to it Because all the songs the I liked on that Jay-Z album They had a funkiness to it I need George Clinton To build the steps For me to climb into their car He actually Did you listen to The Jay-Z album at all Or the episode I assume No, no I haven't heard the episode Okay So the two songs that Sam liked the most Were the Kanye West produced songs Kanye West has made a lot of Really amazing beats He's just fucking insane As a human being Like I said, there's a reason why people like Kanye and why he's so popular. Yeah, he's like legitimately talented, but not when he sings though. That's terrible. He is a very odd character, to say the least, and um, doesn't seem like a guy you'd really want to hang out with. My tears gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. Morning rain clouds up my window. And I can't see it all. I still don't know a single word that, that is said in that whole chorus. Say it to me right now. My tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got out of bed at all. 
My tea's gone cold. It's singing. It it it's saying. Is Dino British? Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. What what, what are the, the morning after that? There's a part of the morning cold. rain clouds up my window and I can't see it all. Even if I could, it would all be gray. Morning rain up my window with a picture on my wall. In a I'm Hilton John. That's my terrible. Be that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. What's next? Who knew? Who knew? Sam is dying to get through this. It's just going to end up being a long you, fucking episode. You know, this album does have some funkiness to it. I, I don't see what you're saying. Maybe. Well, next is not who uh, knew. Next not is. Not to um, me. Next is. <laughs> There's, it has its moments. You tell me when you think it's funky, and I'll tell you if I think it's funky. Next is Paul Skit. Paul, uh, Dre gave me a copy of the new album. I just <sighs> fuck it. I never knew why. And then Wait, who knew? Skit? That was a whole skit. Mm-hmm. That was very short. And then who knew? There's this whole like Paul skit thing that continues through a couple of albums, so it's like a continuation of that. Seems kind of random if it's just out of context. Like who's that. Paul? It's like an A and R guy or something at the label. It's like riding him to make something commercially viable or something. Is that the guy that he goes in the office later? Yeah. You told me shove this out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. That's Paul. That's Paul. Paul, Ro- Paul Rosenberg. Oh, so it's supposed to be a real guy from Interscope. Yeah. Interesting. You know what? This beat's kind of funky. Okay, well, I guess when I say funky, I actually need it to be the Parliament sample. <laughs> okay, I can see what you're saying. I just hear Cool Edit Pro. Or not Cool Edit Pro. Uh, what the fuck is that beat program? Fruity Loops? <laughs> I'll say this. The album had a particular style to it. And uh, to some extent, that was like a purposeful thing, you know. Like, it does seem like simple at some points, but it's also very well done. These are really good beats. This, this album holds up well, actually, being as old as it is and being a rap album, because a lot of times rap is like real trendy. Hello. Yo. Do you think rap is trendy because they reference things at the time, or it's because of the sound? Both. I want to hear an 80s sound produced, but rapped now. Like on the same equipment, reel to reel on a tape thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I bet someone does that. Oh, it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg did a, a whole album like that with some guy. I can't remember what his name is right now. It wasn't really all that great, though. There was a couple of songs. Fuck shit ass bitch, cunt, stupid do wop Skipping the bebop to Christopher Reeves Sunny Bono skis, horses, and hitting some trees 
How many retards to listen to me? I like this uh, verse a lot. And I like uh, a line that he said. Right here. Can you do with a pen? Man, I'm fucked up as you would have been. You would have been in my shoes. Who would have thought? I think that that's true. Like, people talk about how he's so, like, ridiculous, but he says, uh, man, I'm just as fucked up as you would have been if you would have been in my shoes. Is that what he said? I didn't. Yes. You need to talk into the microphone as well. No, I can see my voice picking up. Uh, I think I'm so not connected to vocals that, like, I'm not picking up any of this shit. Oh, you're not hearing what he's saying at all? I'm not good with vocals. So, like, that might be a reason rap in general doesn't hit me like it hits other people because I'm not connected to the lyrical content. I think you would have enjoyed this album immensely more if you, if you were able to uh, break that barrier somehow. No. <laughs> no. I disagree. I mean, on his behalf. I'm so not... It's just so not my world. It's like... It's like uh, it's like someone trying to convince you a country song is good. Ah, uh, well. You get what I'm saying? I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's still country, so fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it's it's that's where I get with most of music that sounds like this, especially you know I can't stand fake drum sounds, so this I gotta true. listen to something. I've heard that's you like complain about this before. Yeah. Snares that sound like fucking shit that don't sound like a snare, and I know they're not supposed to, but they are in my head, and I can't get over that, which I guess is my problem, that I don't get to enjoy the majority of music that is out there. <laughs> but whatever. Know, like, when I'm listening to the song, I don't necessarily notice that. <laughs> right away boop, 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 boop. there have been times though where uh, I'll pick a I'll pick apart sounds in a song after the fact of you know hearing the song and knowing it and liking it and then I'll notice something that I didn't notice before and then it really bothers me <clears throat> does it ruin a song in some cases it has but it doesn't happen that often all right. All right. Let's the next track is Steve Berman. Hey. Hey, Em, what's up? Steve Berman, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good to see you again. What's up? Em, could you come in here and have a seat, please? Um, yeah. Vanessa, oh, wait, no, this is door. Steve Berman. So what's up? How's orders looking for the first you fucking week? fucking lied to me, it Kurt. It would be better if you gave me nothing at all. Well, there's this Steve Berman and there's Paul. There's two different guys. I can't sell this fucking record. Do you what? know what's happening to me out there? What's the problem? Violet Brown told me to go fuck myself. Who's Violet? Tower Records told me to shove this record up my ass. Do you know what it feels like to be told to have a record shoved up your Hip -hop ass? Hip-hop is one of the few I'm gonna lose my fucking job genres that... Do you know why Interludes? Dre's record was like so successful? He's rapping about Adam big Sandler. screen TVs, blunts, yeah. 40s, and bitches. You're rapping about homosexuals and Vicodin. I, mean, I can't sell this shit. Either change and the you can say literally any off-the-wall thing, and it's uh, totally fine and works now. in the context of rap. All right, man. Okay, so Eminem is like, in, during Steve Berman, what am I supposed to rap about if I can't rap about pills and my hatred for homosexuals? <laughs> He's like, you can't. All you rap about is Vicodin and homosexuals, and you're like, well, what am I? <laughs> it's like exactly. That's like exactly. all he has Hilarious. to talk about. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm playing with a pick. Playing with a pick. All right. Because he's so bored from rap. I'm PWAP. He definitely is much more bored with this, which is why he's kind of rushing to get through it. But I think you also, also just don't have a specific time. personal input. 
Okay, we're fine. I thought you had... Uh, you gotta take a shit? It had to be no, so I, long. Y- yeah, and it's gonna be like twice as long. <laughs> no, I said we're going normal speed, alright. We're on to the next song the way I am. Whatever. Just yeah, the whatever. second single whatever. off of the album. Yo, whatever, Sam. And I didn't feel like I was rushing anything, really. That's not much okay, to say, because I don't have anything that good to say. Yeah, so I don't cool. just want to sit here and be like, This fucking sucks. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, Yeah. It's only mildly annoying. I just want to apologize because I honestly thought you would enjoy this album because I know you like some rap. You don't need to apologize because it's the point of the podcast. But I'm glad that now you know. I pretty much always know. This is when I think it's a good time to talk about how good Eminem can be at writing verses but his choruses are fucking dog shit and almost all of his songs his choruses are very simple they're not good there's like a huge quality difference between the verses and the choruses I think explain I did (laughs) what do you mean explain (laughs) you just said they were dog shit why do you think it's dog shit because it's just simple and it's not good. They think there's a big quality difference. He's Repeat of words. Good at yeah, like there's just no quality in the. It's more like like a nursery the, rhyme type of thing. I mean, the fucking this chorus, for example, is not good. It's not it's not saying anything. In the paper. I mean, I mean it is, but it's, it's not. Simple. It's not that bad. I think later isn't even. I think it gets worse. I think this is when it starts to be. This is when I noticed, like, this becoming a thing where his. He has a lot to say in the verses, and then it's like, okay, I have to figure something out for the chorus. I'll just do this little thing and just say it over and over again. Make it simple for the peeps in the crowd, I assume. And that's like the hook that gets people addicted to it, that little yeah. weak-ass chorus, and then it's like, oh, he has something to say in the verse. And all of the verses. I mean, he was addressing, like, drama that was happening at the time. So he's, like, actually talking about stuff. And this is also why, like, like this flow and everything. This, he's, like, white people's Tupac. He's been called white Pac by... White by like other rappers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I have never. He started talking to the microphone. I have never heard this until you said it, so I don't believe you. Oh no, no, no. This is a real thing. I mean, I'm just saying I've never heard it, so I, I do have a shred of doubt. No, like he is the white people's Tupac. There's, I mean, he just is. Um, fucking snow. I talked about snow earlier. Snow was first. Doesn't matter. Tupac wasn't the first rapper. You know, said that makes no me, I'll go blame. I lick it, boom, boom, down. Oh, yeah. I love that song. But, um. <laughs> how can you compare that? Informa. It's a joke. Said that makes no me, I'll go blame. You're taking this way too seriously. I don't think anybody's taking this seriously. Informa. No, said that makes no me, I'll go blame. Lick it, boom, boom, down. Said that makes no me, step somewhere down the lane. I'm surprised you didn't do it with me, Michelle. Like, I could literally see Tupac rapping this. I can't. 
because he's fucking dead. How do you say it? You can see his corpse wrapping this. You can see his hologram wrapping. You need to not do what you're doing right now. Oh, my now. God. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> no, you need to swallow it before you say another fucking word. <laughs> you do not need to swallow it. Screw you guys. That was funny. I don't know anything about Tupac besides being dead and he wore things that look like Road Warrior. I don't, I've never liked one. a Tupac song. <laughs> it's just because of that fucking California yeah, Love Yeah, yeah, California Love. Is that what that was? But the thing, the, I think I'm most familiar about with Tupac is his photo on, um, God, what was that website? That Brick Walls huge. Across the Nation? No. The old, the website where you could see his autopsy photos back in the day. Oh, uh, Rotten.com? Rotten.com. Oh, the only That's... thing I remember about that is Fecal Japan. <laughs> Fecal Japan. And it was gnarly. Oh my God, that leads us into our famous Mel Minute. Oh. I was talking to Mel about Fecal Japan and he was like, oh, that's tame shit. <laughs> what, Mel? Yeah. What? You're a disgusting so, man. So I think that, I don't even really know if it's him. I think it's just as... You know, as you get younger and younger, they got to get fucking crazier and crazier. So they're just yeah, like, they got to out ah, the girl shitting generation. on herself upside down. That's nothing. Watch this. Because I mentioned two girls, one cup. And he was like, yeah, it's nothing. No, that's fucking gross. And I was like, what? I mean, that's nothing. It's all gross. So apparently, and I'm sure anybody that's listening that's into that, you know, crazy dark web shit or where they watch people mutilate their own genitals. I hope that they're no probably one... like, yeah, fecal Japan. And are there people girls, who li- are there are people listening to this right now who watch stuff like that? Probably. Uh, well, let me answer More the first likely, part. More than likely, if they have the time to listen to this, they're probably into some well, weird shit. Actually, yeah. So <laughs> Internet to stuff. To answer the first. To answer the first part. No. Are people listening to this? No. No, people are not. Li- <laughs> Kirk's not even really listened to this before. <laughs> He's was, lucky that we let him on. I've heard the first episode, so yeah, hey. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. That's more than a lot. You know <laughs> what it is? Listens. You know what? I'm going to tell you what it is, because your episodes are so long. I don't have no. that. I can't invest that part of my day. Don't you work in a factory? Mm-hmm. You know how long it took me to listen to the first episode? Two days. You know how many podcasts Michelle and I listen to in a day? A lot. So fuck off. Oh my God. <laughs> I just don't have that kind of time. It's just Kirk has no fucking I would actually span. I would actually love to listen to your podcast because it's hilarious, but I do not have the time. Except he does. Everyone has the time. Everyone says they don't have the time. I have the time. time. I got to scratch my nuts for an hour and a half. I drive back and forth to work every day. That is precious nut scratching time, (laughs) sir. And you will not encroach upon it. People have Uh, a drive to and from work and never seem to find the time. It's weird. Because I listen to music. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Well, I listen to both. Or I watch YouTube videos. That fit my attention span of about three minutes each. So you know that you're only like making your attention span worse, though. It's already shot. You might as well just. I do not uh, care. I bend YouTube to my will, and that's how I like it. Well, thanks for not being a supporter of the podcast. <laughs> on to the next episode, which was the first single released on of the album, The Real Slim Shady. Is this the first single you said? Yes. This is the one where you hear it on the radio ten times a day and you just want to kill yourself. How many singles have we heard so far? 
But I also do not mind it now hearing it again. It's like three. It's still sort of like it'll get skipped later on, but it's not so bad. This is the third single that we've heard out of the five so far. I'm shocked at the other two. This is like the poppy, like grabs everybody type of single. He made sure to include a song like that on every single album. Well, what I read was that he was told that he needed to come up with a pop-friendly album. He was done with the album. He gave it to them. They said that you need to give us something that is more commercial. We need a My Name Is. And he kept fucking, he kept trying and he kept getting, uh, he was pissed. So he actually came back with uh, The Way I Am. But that still wasn't good enough. But that was kind of his like, fuck you. And his like reaction to it. And then came up with this song like quickly with Dr. Dre. Yeah, this is like the last song. So I'm, the way I am came out of his irritation of having to come up with a song like this. So I think that that's an interesting fact. Factoid from the uh, album. So Dre produced this, right? It sounds like he produced the album. The whole album. He was Dr. Dre's little white baby. Still at this point. Yes. Yeah, this was the like take over the world album. This is the masterpiece album. This has Dr. Dre all over it, which is surprising because Dr. Dre usually has a little more like funk, but Eminem does not have like that funk, like P funk sound that uh that Dr. Dre uses. Like, they definitely have that a I separate so sound. Much. Like, I'll Eminem was like, I don't want to sound like you, Dre. Yeah, I'll I want to sound this. like my own It would be weird for a kid from Detroit to be like, yeah, on that California funk West Coast Southern sound. California. It would be a little weird. And he did say in that one song, I don't make black music and I don't make white music. I make yeah. fight music for so high school kids. When he did say that, I was like, ah, okay, I'll give it to you on that one. You're not... It's almost like I'm complaining. You gave me an apple pie. Why doesn't this taste like it tastes like an orange? Well, it's not a fucking orange. It's an apple pie. And yeah, I, you gotta appreciate it in its own. But right. I didn't yeah. ask for this. Guess yeah, what? but try it because it's delicious. Guess what? I don't like apple pies. So. Yeah, you know what? Fuck apple pies. <laughs> I don't like pies in general. I'm not a pie guy unless it's like pecan pie or I could go for some lemon meringue. Those are like the two worst pies I've ever eaten in my life. I like hair pie. I'm just not a big fan of those. <laughs> but that's just my personal thing. What's your favorite I like pie? pie? Let me take a guess. Blueberry. Popeye. Pot pie? Popeye. Popeye's chicken. Not pot pies are good, yeah. I'm not sure. It might be like. I don't know. I think you like cobblers better, don't you? Yeah, and like a like a streusel with a crumble topping. A streusel that Kirk shoves in his mouth and then talks into the microphone. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, you guys. I didn't say anything. I did. It was me. I mean, I did so, earlier because it was ridiculous. I need to say stuff for content, so it's easy to make fun of Kurt. <laughs> I am good for that. Please stand up. This was, uh, I'll tell you this, this is one of the songs I had heard before. Of course it is. Because <laughs> yeah, everybody fucking knows this song. Have I seen you do this at karaoke? Oh, yeah. I remember. I could just do this from memory. I mean, I know the words so well. 
Do you remember uh, doing open mic night at Randy's and you brought in, what was that fucking song you brought in? At the end, I did. Uh, you just had the instrumental. I had, I, it was Forgot About Dre, which is Eminem, Dr. Dre. Okay. Yeah. I remember. I was thinking about that. Listening to this album, it flashed me back to that. It's like the same era. Same era? Yeah, the uh, the Dr. Dre 2001 album. So Dre eventually stopped working with Eminem, right? Or is he out? Or is he still working with him? I think he's still his they're, they're, dude. Yeah. They're, oh, they're still together? You could say that. P.S. We should be together, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say the line for me. Truly yours, your biggest fan. This is Stan. <laughs> I don't know why it's that funny to you. <laughs> I don't understand. It's the tone in his voice. I don't your know Your biggest why. fan. This is Stan. To me, it's That's so where funny. I think he could have gone a little harder, <sighs> tried a little harder than Stan the fan. But. <laughs> That's what it is. Stan the Stan fan. Stan the fan. Do you think he tried other ones? And he was like, this is your biggest fan. This is Dan. No, I think that that was Dan. the least of his concern. Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. You know what I mean? This is Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to listen to one more song, and then we're going to take a break. Cool. This is uh, Remember Me. Do you remember? Featuring RBX and Sticky Fingers. Oh, I fucking like this guy. Which one? Yeah. Okay, here we here go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm excited now. I like this guy's The guy voice. that's like, I drop bombs like Hiroshima. Yeah. The yeah. first guy? Yeah, yeah. I like this guy. From Onyx. Who is or who are these people? Are they all D12 people? No. Um, I don't even really know. I think I said he was from Onyx. I, I've heard of Onyx. That was like a duo from the 90s. Yeah, this guy. I like this guy. He's goofy. He's got a weird voice. His flow is very, very strange. Yeah, I can see you digging this. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, from the rap group Onyx. It's more like a old school hip hop type of vibe. I like this groove too. Yeah, this is funky. Yes, here you go. We found it. We found it. I'm trying to be a positive man. I've been a downer for all my life. This guy has a crazy voice. He sounds like he's on the verge of a heart attack the more that this verse goes on. Yeah, that's why I think I like it. Hey, check it out. I can kind of do his voice. It's almost like he's he has almost like a Busta Rhyme sounding voice, but not quite. Because his voice is way like scragglier, like he just smoked crack and then recorded this. <laughs> yeah, there was parts where I was like, okay, I don't think it is Busta Rhymes, but I have to like, I need to ask when this happens if it's Buster Rhymes. And then eventually, when I listened to it again, I was like, nah, that's not him. Yeah, it could totally have been, though. Yeah, and I would have been appreciated because I do like Buster Rhymes' flow and his sound. Yeah, I like Buster Rhymes. I do too. Did you just say Buster's around the clock? Last we were talking about Buster Rhymes? What'd you say about butts? Remember me? I just don't give a fuck. 
swore he said something about busting something right after he we were talking about busting. He said <laughs> Glockbusters. Glockbusters. Uh. <laughs> I did not say anything about butts. Jesus Christ. Uh, the only thing I really have to say is that Eminem likes to reference the Columbine shooting, like the, the two from the Columbine shooting, a lot. Oh, is he that makes what he reference to it during this reference, this uh, verse right here. I mean, not like right here. I just mean during this. Oh, verse. I was listening for it. Is that the line where he's talking about stealing his uh, machine guns? It was just more. I think it was just like more relevant when, like, back then. Oh fuck yeah! If this came out in 2000, yeah, I'm just that saying shit happened when we were in middle school. So this would have been like a hot topic still. Yeah, he was trying to just push people's buttons. Push buttons. Uh, it says, uh, came home and somebody must have broken the back window and stole two loaded machine guns and both of my trench coats. That's definitely the Columbine. Sick, sick dreams of picnic scenes. Two kids, 16 with M16s and 10 clips each. I told on old... By the way, earlier was the Mel corner. Fuck you, Mel. Oh, fuck you, Mel. Yeah, I forgot about Kirk, that. Say fuck you, Mel. That's how we fuck conclude off, the Mel, Mel Fuck you, Mel. That's right. You uh, fucking dick. I remember in middle school, old Tommy McGlanablan. Okay. Who, who, by the way, for to tell you who this is, Kirk... He'll just have to take that out. That was the joke. Uh, we just don't say certain people's names. Yeah, they I don't, don't want to be. Uh, he told me right after about. that fucking Columbine thing happened. He was, you know, he was the emo kid, and he always had his hair in his face and stuff like that, and wore black and shit, which I did too. But he was like the gothier kid, and he thought it was cool. And uh, I remember he was like talking about how he was going to do it, and he was going to gather guns and stuff. And me and another friend went to the fucking office and told on him that he was going to bring guns to the class. <laughs> and they brought it to the office. Good. Which, which now, him. for a long time, I thought I was like a little bitch about it. But now I'm glad that I did because like... You saved all of our lives. If it could have happened, you know, I, he would have never fucking done it. But that's what they always say. Uh, he never would have done it. Yeah. So, like, I can't believe that kid did that. He was totally a pussy. And then, so, yeah, it was, it, he might have done it. I remember talking to fucking. What's I wouldn't have hated dying in high school. <laughs> it would have been in middle school. Even that would have been less stressed to have to deal with. This I'm not anyone's mom. Done. It doesn't matter. I'll never have to like work or anything. It'll be sweet. No, I was working. Uh, I got a job as soon as I could uh, work in the school cafeteria. So, and it was like the fourth or the fifth grade that I started working in the school cafeteria, and I'd get like twenty five dollars a week. That's uh, and pizza at the end of the week, right? I don't remember that. I used to go down and get free pizza from the guy that ran the janitor thing on Fridays, and I didn't work for him. Woo! Pizza for me. Oh, that had nothing to do with us. That was um, Ron Simons would do that Fucking sometimes, right? Because he would get those uh, R.I.P. He would get those um, peelers, and he would order p- pizza with p- pizza peelers. Pizza peelers, and get like a buy one get one free thing. So from where? I think it was usually with La Rosa's. Not when I was getting pizza. It was the house. Gross. Oh, wait. The house. Uh, okay. Not gross. Yeah. All right. Is All that right. the break? Are so we at break time? We're going to take a break. All right. We, we can will poop. be back. I don't really have to poop. All right. <laughs> well, that's good because yet we don't need to smell that. Um, so let's uh, go into this break. Wow. This is Phil Collins. Because of the reference from earlier. Good day. 
dun, 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 strategically queued up to come in right at the drum part. Nice. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment all of my life. Oh, Lord. We'll be back. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... It's a busy world, and who has time to do everything that needs to be done in a day? Here at Heinz, we were looking into all of the possible ways to combine our products together to give you the ultimate multitasking life experience. With our new line of products geared toward a more productive you, we will be able to conquer all of your daily tasks before your day is over. Some of our new products include... Hans Heroin. Kill your cough with flavor. Melatonin Mustard. Savory and sleep. Microchipped Mayo Chuck. The only condiment that monitors your digestive tract. Rectum Relaxing Relish. Numb your bum, sweet or dill. Quaalude Gravy. Drench your disco biscuits with our gravy. Better than all antique wines, get to the grocer and buy Heinz. This episode is also brought to you by... Greedy Slidly Cup! Waffle Nozzle Fiddle See a Deck of Swallow! We Steamboat! Once got a steady! It's a cool de box cutter. De bite is a cool de box cutter. Hey, ba, say ba, wow. Das gold, suck a mama man with a car. Fool mama might do a cemetery. It's a cool de box cutter. Hona, nee. Zona, nee. Rona. A tiny wind deck waves at moon. It's a cool box cutter. Lickenthron? Ah, uh, yeah. It's a box cutter and I like it. It's a cool box cutter. Jabba, say away, mate. Cool box cutter. And we're back into a podcast, man. Yeah, and we're a podcast, man. Rapping. Because my man is insane. Pretty fucking good at that. That's rhyming things with Sam. Yeah. You have a lot of words to choose from. You need to turn this shit down. Oh. I thought you'd fade out with that, so. Hi. Hello. I am the technician, as they say. We are back. Hello. On crack. And back on crack. We are here. No, Mr. T taught me not to do that, so I listened to T. I haven't done a fucking thing Mr. T told me to do. I'm a bad person. I didn't drink my milk. And that's why we are reviewing the Marshall Mathers LP (laughs) by... That's why? Eminem. Yeah, because you make friends with people like Kirk. And then Kirk suggests <laughs> that we listen to <laughs> It this. will continue to haunt you. <laughs> I make friends with people like Kirk. 
My God. And, this, and these are the consequences. <laughs> you must listen. Cool. So where do we fucking leave off? We left off halfway through the album. We actually technically left off with the Phil Collins reference in the air tonight because that was mentioned in the song Stan. And there is the whole legend that someone was drowning and Phil Collins didn't help and watched or that he yelled out for help but couldn't swim and the guy drowned in front of him. But according to Phil Collins, that's not true. The song is about divorce. Or a meaning of the song is about divorce. According to Phil Collins, watching that man drown was not worth writing a song. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about That's right. That's what I took from that information. That fucking son of a bitch. Coming in the air tonight is about Phil Collins standing on his balcony jerking <laughs> it because his wife is cheating on him. Even though the song is in the air tonight. Yeah, he's coming in the air tonight because so he just shoots it in the air. <laughs> yeah, he just hangs it off the balcony. He's like, "I'm Phil Collins." Uh, do your Phil Collins impression. I'm Phil Collins. I'll, I'll joke it where I want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, South Park. Oh yeah, I think it's the only time I ever him talk is just not him really talking. <laughs> All right, so um, a good way to jump back into this album is to jump back into the track. I'm back. Oh my god. I consider this to be somewhat funky as well. Funky chunky monkey? It's got more than the other songs, I'll give you that. Got more production quality too, I think. This is uh, one of my picks for favorite. I know we're supposed to pick a favorite, but... Yeah, we'll go over that yes. later. Favorite and a worst. I didn't, I didn't necessarily pick one. Well, you, we'll go over it later, but you will. You'll have to decide on a... You have to. You have to decide on a final favorite. I told you. I told you. Ahead of time. I enjoy this song quite a bit. You have fucking Zach Morris slicked back looking hair. Thank you. <laughs> Zach Morris. What is happening? I don't know. I just put a hat on and then it does whatever it wants and to do. And then you put that, the headphones on and your hair looks slicked back. Nice. You kind of look like, you look even more like, uh, is it Skeeter? Roger. No, it's Roger. Roger from Doug. Mm-hmm. What's Roger's last name? Kirkpatrick. He's I Chris Kirkpatrick's brother. Yeah. <laughs> a friendly to me. And talking about Chris Kirkpatrick, someone that uh, Eminem really hates is Insync because he talks about Insync and like pop singers at that time. He really uh, put a timestamp on this album by mentioning the specific artists that were popular at that time that drove him crazy. Was there something going down between him and Insync? Like no, specifically, but he, or you just choose them as the chose them because they were. Boys. He was just taking shots at everything that was lame. They were the most popular at that time. Ah. Did that offend you, Michelle, being the NSYNC I didn't really care, but I, I think it was interesting because I remember reading an interview that was like, what do you think? It was like Joey Fatone. It was like, what do you think about Eminem writing these things about you? And his way out of it, taking the high road, I guess, was said that it was an honor to be mentioned. And that they and that they they like his music and they don't take it personally. It, you know, it's kind of true. It's like at that point you made it. 
because other people are referencing you. You're big enough to be referenced as like a cultural point. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're big enough to take a shot at, there must be right, something going on. Right. That you should feel good because at that point you made it. It's like but he mentions like Christina Aguilera a bunch, Fred yeah. Durst a bunch, Carson Daly, uh, Britney Spears. So when he it was the TRL era. Even though he was, oh, yeah, he was often number oh, one yeah. on TRL in front of those people. Yeah. Like he how was, many? Yeah, he was on the he same would, level. He would get on TV and clown them. It, it's funny the names he'd call them, like Christina Gagulera and Shitney Queers. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was kidding. <laughs> I know I'm laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> Say hilarious. I, I always enjoyed it. So, okay, Sam, the, the parts of the song yes. where it is edited out, he talks about lining up uh, kids from Columbine oh, yeah. on that part. So there are where it fades out for some reason. Where they, it is like. Where it's actually edited. Even actually though this edited is. out. The, I found the lyrics online of what it actually is because, again, he probably most likely says it live. Oh, I'm sure he does, yeah. Have There's you ever another seen, part in the song as well where that happens. Have you ever seen Eminem live, Kirk? No, I've seen like a DVD of a performance, but not actually seen them live. But yeah, I forgot all about that. I was going to bring, uh, I got like a book of Eminem lyrics. I think it actually is spelled out in there as well. I was going to bring it, but I forgot. The only person he gives respect to, like women-wise, in this entire fucking album is Jennifer Lopez in that part right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was because he, he called Puffy before it came out and told him, like, I'm going to put this line in because they were dating at the time. Yeah, the only chick that he would <laughs> That's like the funniest line Jennifer Lopez. Puffy, you know this. And he talks about how he fuck her with no rubber and go <laughs> inside her and have a son and a new brother at the same time and just say that it ain't mine what's my name <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love yeah. that that's the only time he ever respects a woman is talking about impregnating jennifer lopez it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny i'll give him i'll give him this too he does have a, a sense of humor that is very big and he's He'll say fucking anything. He does have a sense of humor, no and I like what. that about him. I like when he's funny because he I, is funny sometimes. I like the videos and stuff when they came out because those were usually funny. At least the ones that were the lighter songs, you know, like the My Name Is and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty funny. And uh, I know this happens on other rap albums, but he seems to put a lot of other noises in all the time. Like, they'll say a line, and he'll just be like in the background like, Can I get burger? Got fries with that? Yeah, the little ad libs. The little ad libs just off of things, and like if they mention a telephone, you'll just hear like a telephone ring. Yeah. Think of the fucking time that burrito, took. no sour cream. Yeah, all the little sound effects and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, even for Eminem to go like, hey, I got these six things in this verse that like would make a sound, so let's put them in. And then that text got to be like, Fuck. I don't that he might not have even, done it himself. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, they, Dre was like, there's like a team of engineers. Dr. Dre doesn't really sit there and like make a beat. He's just sort of like the orchestrator of the, you know, there's like studio musicians there. You know, he's like, hey, come up with something. And then he'll be like, oh, that was cool. Do that again. Well, and then he'll like loop it. And <laughs> According to every like MTV documentary that aired around that time, 
they would definitely show videos of Dr. Dre in the studio. So whether that was placed or real, no, he's I in there know. like tweaking knobs and stuff and making sure everything's like tweaking knobs, tweaking the knobs. That's what you went to school for, Sam. Yeah, went... but I'm not good at it. He's <laughs> he's a tell me about it. <laughs> he's a producer more in the traditional sense of the term, not like some guy that really like makes the song by yeah. him, by himself. You know, he's got the ears. Yeah. That's a hit. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. He kind of like puts all the stew together and... He's the guy who stirs it correctly. Yeah. When it's supposed to go clockwise, he goes counter. Wait, that's he not gets, what I He gets a lot of credit for stuff that for was... For adding the uh, black pepper. He, he gets a lot of credit for stuff that is actually Scott Storch in a major way. What? And there's other studio pepper. musicians as well. Scott Storage. What did you just say? Storage. Scott Storage was like Scott the, Storage. Yes, the man not behind Storage. Doc, he's like the man behind Doctor Dre through this like golden era. Oh, okay, I've just never heard that name before, so I was like, wait, he, he was a storage unit place. Nah, he was the keyboard player for the Roots band like ah. before that, and then he went on <laughs> after the Doctor Dre thing to become a super producer in his own right. But he is like really creating the entire instrumental you know uh, like, so but he he's doesn't but keyboard he's, for the roots anymore no but he is like wow, the what pressure on that guy he's like the piano man he's really really good you telling me he's the elton john of the hip-hop world oh absolutely he's mm. he's astounding if you if you actually you mean he was not the piano man technically well, if you watch videos of scott i was even thinking of the song piano man oh. that's fucking what's his nuts billy joe yeah 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 that asshole <laughs> <laughs> That guy's good. Uh, he's a fucking asshole. You're a Billy Joe, Billy uh, Joe fan? Are you a uh, Billy Joe from Green Day fan? I love some Billy Joel. There's I didn't ask docu- about Billy Joel. I asked Billy Joe from Green Day. Oh, Billy Joe. Armstrong? <laughs> no, we watched this documentary, and he was not good to, to the people who worked for him. Oh, yeah, Billy like, Joel's an asshole. The the musicians and the people who like recorded backing vocals and stuff. He, he fucked was, them. A guy killed himself really? because of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It, it's intense. Wow. If you have Netflix, you should watch this documentary. I did not know it's this. crazy. <laughs> yeah. He was an asshole. I'm sure Billy Joel's story is probably different because they didn't. He's not, he didn't comment. I think they even tried to get him to talk about it. He wouldn't comment. Isn't he kind of a known either crazy person or like some guys an addict of some sort i think he's known to be hard to work with in general but isn't he also like he had a, a fucking nut an, bar. an issue with like drinking or substance abuse or something probably that they all do he, most did, of he them. did have a battle with alcoholism I but, believe. yeah i think it was something that made him have like a much more erratic reaction to things so he would like blow up i think he wasn't really known for like blowing up on people i'm gonna start saying that he was a scrappy I battled guy. with alcoholism <laughs> you got in the ring with an axe and a you, shield. You rock 'em sock 'em roboted that fucking, liquor. Yeah, yeah, I hit that liquor in its head with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back up to the album. Back. I mean, I've never drank before in my life. God, shut the fuck up. We told. <laughs> do you want another story? No, we don't because need any more drug stories. Because I'm sure Kirk's got a few too. Embarrassing, <laughs> Sam. No, actually, we told a couple. We told like three Sam drunk Sam as fuck drunk stories. stories from when Sam was drinking because Sam likes to pretend for whatever reason that he's never had a drink just because drink he's not life. drinking now. <laughs> and Sam has some really <laughs> awful fucking drinking stories. <laughs> I'm sure there's depths that I don't even. Last know. time, was, oh no, but you've seen some things happen. Last episode, he talked about the one where the van door closed on his ear and took a chunk out of his ear. 
Yeah, yeah. Was I wasn't fun. I wasn't there like to witness it. But then nope. there was another time. Was that the same night when you were passed out in someone else's car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one too. Oh my god. And then I told the story of when uh <coughs> Tree and Janet had a uh an apartment Sam threw up oh, on their yeah. uh living room floor, floor and I had to scrub <laughs> it out. And then I st- they stood me up and my pants fell off and you know I don't wear underwear so oh. everything was right there. Everyone saw it. It was from the back so everyone got a ball shot. <laughs> so do you have Classic. any Sam No, we don't need it. Let's tell? just move on. You don't want to have a corner no. of this either? You no. sure? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, then let's... We know I was a drunk fucking idiot. Let's move so on. So stop saying you've never had a drink or I'm going to bring this up All right. every time. I've never had heroin. Marshall Mathers. <laughs> that one's real. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> You know what? Just don't get it. Last year I was nobody. This year I'm I like this song too. I like he's when he's dissing now the insane clown posse. It's hilarious. Yeah, this is real a really dark sounding song for sure. And then this I was is a like, song where he's like, "Fuck everyone, I mean business." Just Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers, I mean business. Now I can make references with you, Kirk, when we're out. You'll forget about it. Oh no, I'm gonna say, you take shots at me. See, like that. Hey, we need to add a part. I'm not dissing them. I'm saying it's a lot of production. I think they may have been a little bit happy with the sound effects at some point. A little too much. But it does add another layer of, you know, the experience. I think it makes it's it sound a little more insane. It, it's more hip hop type of shit. Like, just like throwing in stuff like that. It's a little bit overdone. It was Cartman. Mm-hmm. Took the second listen to your Cartman. Yeah, he fucking hates pop stars. Even though he is one, he hates homosexuals, he hates ICP, he likes to star shit and then is surprised when people want to take shots at him. <laughs> That's a good point. I say crazy shit and people get mad. He does contradictory shit all the time. There was a later album where he was like dissing Rihanna, he like peed on Rihanna. Like, I pee on Rihanna, see mana, do what I wanna or something But they like work that. together. And then the next album we did a song with her. <laughs> she's like singing on the hook and I'm like, uh. Well, you know, he's got to be like, isn't that, isn't that when your PR people talk to each other and they go, all right, she needs some street, she needs some cred and he needs another hit. I don't think either one of them needed each other. They were already, already huge. I don't know what song it was at all. I just, the thing that bothers me about a lot of later Eminem is just like the song in general isn't that good anymore, like the beat and the chorus. It's like, you know, like he's still a really good rapper. You can enjoy it to that extent, but then there's no replay value because the song is nothing and it's got like a trashy pop hook on it, you know. This is back when he was making Kirk likes that trash. Do you think it's uh, because of this? Does it follow trends of hip hop at that time? I wouldn't say I really so. Don't, I don't. I don't know. 
I mean, newer Eminem. Does newer Eminem follow what newer hip hop sounds like? No, no. Well, actually, he just put out an album that's really, really good. It's like up to the standards of his classic albums. Huh. Like finally, because it's been like half and half. For Speaking so of really good, yeah. Did, what did you think of that Donald Trump uh, freestyle that he did? That did not have received very good. Room. It wasn't received well. I don't know if I even saw that. Is that the one where he's like standing outside under a bridge or something? Second apartment garage. Yeah. A bunch of black guys around him. Yeah. And he's like going off on Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. Um, that wasn't received very well. You said some good things in it though. I fucking loved it. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was that considered? Because I, what I know is the reception for that wasn't good. So obviously, not everyone thinks that Eminem is like the greatest anymore. Like, there are part, there are times when he's obviously not been as good, right? I don't think it was an issue of his talent or whatever. It was cheesiness of his lyrics. He didn't need to address that to the point that he did. It was like too over the top. And you're looking at it from like a black person's perspective, and you're like, "Come on, man, you white, like for real." Okay, like you know, you know, we all get it. But like for him to go to that extent, it's just sort of one of those things where like you almost kind of cringe watching it. Yeah, but at the same time, in his defense. He has a platform, so if he can yeah, be the voice for all these other people who don't have a platform, that's true. That's a, that's a that is a positive and that, thing. And I saw that had effectively been stated by a black guy in some interview where he was like, you know, like we need that a black sentence. guy. Yeah, well, just some black guy. He's a black guy. Eminem's a white guy. I'm a white guy. Whatever. He just said, you know, that's we, why we, he's just some black guy. He, he, he said we need that sentiment from white people. You know, like they need to feel our pain or whatever. So, but it was still. I agree with that. But it was still kind of like, uh, yeah, weird, weird, exactly. I gotta say, the end of that song with the electric guitar. It's surprising. Is awful. I should not have added that fucking guitar. <laughs> it's. I've never heard that in any of his songs, like up to this point, or even I think on the third album, like what I'm familiar with. It's weird. It's very strange. It's a it's weird like, choice. Anytime, like in the 80s or 90s, when an electric guitar solo was added into a hip hop song, it's never sounded right. Especially it's if very, it's not throughout the entire thing. It's if it just weird. like comes in at some end part. Like an actual guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the guitar solo part. What? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I want a flamenco guitar solo. That would have sounded good. You guys ready for another skit? You'll have to. Oh, this one's gratuitous if I know what it is. Ken Kenef. I always enjoy these. I think they're funny. I think this is the gratuitous one. Is this the this is the one with the insane clown posse? This is the I ICP so. ripping after that last song, which he battled them because he he seemed to have a problem with them saying that they were like the top in Detroit. And I read something that like Eminem had. ICP like kicked out of a party in Detroit and there was like a beef going on for a while. A roast beef? So this was, yeah, a roast beef. So this was <laughs> in reaction to something that they had said. Now I'm thinking Arby. about him. He's just had a streusel. And donuts. <laughs> All right. Ken Kniff skit. I know, but roast beef sounds good. Oh, yeah, this is the funniest skit. 
is this. I so thinking about I, this is I, what got I you laughed, hungry. I laughed out loud. Kirk's hungry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, that Give sounds that. like a delicious. Uh, Give me that beef. Yeah, that's, that's a moist, moist beef sandwich. That's extra juicy beef. Do you do au jus? Do you, do you I do you do au jus. How old were you when you got this album? Uh, when it came out? I did. Yeah, or shortly after. I mean, it was... I can I can see you dying the first time you heard this. Yeah, and actually, I had kind of forgotten about this, so when I re-listened to it, did you I heard it, it for the first... Yeah, I just died laughing for, like, a solid minute. Fuck you guys. Well, it is actually one minute and one second long, so it makes sense that you would have laughed for a solid minute. Damn. <laughs> Ken. There you go. Who's Ken? There Ken you have it. Out. I am a man that is easily amused. I'm not ashamed. I don't think that's easily. Uh, that's, it's funny. All right. The noises that they make are fucking hysterical. <laughs> He's like, nice going, Shaggy. Because it's like stereo <laughs> cock sucking. There's different cock sucking sounds in the left yeah, and right yeah. ears. All right. I think it's time, based on the time, to move along to the next song, which is Drug Ballad. Drug? That's what it was called? <laughs> Drug ballad? That's what this is called. Interesting. This is uh, about this his love-hate drug relationship. It's kind of funky. I'd say it's the funkiest song that's on the album with musical-wise. It's got... I guess it uh, references our samples in a previous Eminem song. Really? Mm-hmm. Sampling your own song? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's like Back when breaking the fourth wall. This is how we used to make the party We used to mix in with Microphone was fell out. taking you back to the old school. I do like this beat that Back when Mark Wahlberg was Mark Mark. One thing you can say about Eminem, he has a true appreciation for like real hip hop. Like Marky like, Mark and the Funky Bunch? No, I mean like the he's like really a hip hop head. He's not like one of these new guys that doesn't know any of the old school and doesn't respect it. Knew his history, knew where yeah. he came from. Yeah. He's like a rap nerd, you know. What's I mean that, that's what that's what makes him so great. What's your current status of Even though he calls rap. himself the rap god? Rap in general? Yeah, I mean like the popular rap. It's I mean, like what they call mumble rap, I guess. Um I don't really consider it to be rap. I mean you can loosely construe it as being hip hop. There, it, it's not real MCing. It's not real lyricism. There, the, the craft of it, like the whole point of it, is lost. It's just like a pop song. You know, some of the beats are really good. Like if I could just take that beat and rap over it, great. But then there's like this whole thing going on where it's like a style in of itself to sound retarded. So if you acquire that taste, then you sit around all day and like listen to that shit. <laughs> you gotta take a bunch of Xanax. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The guys sound like they're falling asleep while they're recording the verse, and it just like they keep that sound. I definitely like a more aggressive rapper. Like, like someone that's actually rapping. Yeah. Like Mystical or Busta Rhymes. I like someone with like a... I mean, I like those voices as well. Adamitude. Like, yeah, that's the angry stuff, but it's usually like ridiculous. Mystical is like spazzing out. 
He's, it's hilarious. I don't know any Mr. Kyle. He does like uh, shake your ass. But watch yourself. Okay. Shake your ass. Show me what you're working with. I know that one, sort of. Um, I just like, I guess I like fast rappers. If we're talking about 90s rappers. And both yeah. of those rappers can rap very quickly. Yeah, they keep it interesting. That's the sound of a bottle when it's I love Buster Rhymes though. I'm not like a huge fan. I just really like him. And not, I don't know. Buster Rhymes is great. Yeah. Every time he's ever, every time he comes in on a, a Tribe Called Quest song, I'm very excited. Because I've been listening to a lot of a Tribe Called Quest this past year. Buster Rhymes also has a lot of Dr. Dre produced stuff. He was signed to him for quite a while. I know nothing about any of that. So Dr. Dre is like everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. I, mean, I know. I know he was involved a lot, but I didn't know he had anything to do with like Buster Rhymes. So that was like, oh. Huh. It seems like if you're just not like a shit starter, then you're able to work with everyone. Yeah, he made hits for everybody. Scott Storage. Scott Storage is a big reason for like, like every major song of that era. Nine out of ten of them were Scott Storage produced. Huh. I've never heard that name ever. Oh man, he's a legend. In the hip hop world, he's a known name. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And even beyond that too, because he got so big to the point where he was like just a celebrity in his own right. Like he was dating Paris Hilton for a time when that was all like paparazzi going on. Huh. I don't know anything about it. All right. On, we're gonna, Paris Hilton? Shut the fuck up. We're going to move on to the next. <laughs> that dog that needs a nose job. We're going to move Jesus on to the next Christ. track, Amityville. <laughs> By the way, do people from Detroit really call this area Amityville? Uh, I think so. I don't know if it was like his own, like, we hang out and we call it Amityville. seen the Amityville Horror? I have not. Have you, Michelle? I don't think so. You should read the book. Don't watch the movies. (laughs) I need to finish that Stephanie Whittles Wax book about Harris Whittles. I did Peter in the break and that was a bad idea. You need to, like, absolutely need to go right now? No, not absolute. Okay, well, is there much to say? Do you guys have much input? I don't have much input on this song, personally. Oh, Kirk, you got something special about this song? I just song? feel like they're... I think at- this is a... I think there's a, a very small part where Bizarre from D12 is featured on this song, and he says, like, the most fucked up shit on the whole album. Yeah, his, it's the second verse that's coming up. I said that his lyrics are awful, and I think his rapping sounds pretty bad, too. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, like, Bizarre style, though. I mean, that's, like, what he's going for. But it's still, like, it's I just think it's funny that on right this here. on this album... This guy? That's definitely raised. 
guy's huge. Yeah, you can tell. He definitely sounds like he has about 14 cheeseburgers in his mouth when he's wrapping that. And half asleep in a diabetic coma. Was that his thing in general, to be as vulgar as possible? To I don't know what he said at all, by the way. Yeah, he's bizarre. He's bizarre. He says... The most fucked up stuff yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I don't know what he said. I should probably look it up. He's on another song, too. Like, D12's... Twelve is on another song, and uh, he just says like fucked up shit. Like anytime you ever hear him, he's bizarre. He's the D. How many people are in D12? Twelve? No, that is there's six. There's six, and that accounts for their split personalities. What? Yeah, because there was like two versions of each of them. So there's three? No, there's six. So there's twelve? So like there's five guys and Eminem is six. Okay. But okay, they have the, two personalities. Right. So, so there's twelve. Twelve. Interesting. What's the D stand for? Detroit? Detroit. But there was a guy that was in the group before that was like a core member that died before they ever made it anywhere. Huh. So So it was D. It was fourteen. They, I don't think they were necessarily D twelve before that. Ah. I'm not. I'm a little foggy on that. They were the Detroit fellas. Is that what they're called? The nice young gentleman. No, and Eminem. That F word didn't stand for fellas. (laughs) 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 You know, Alice Cooper was from Detroit. So these are two Detroit people in a row on the podcast so this um, next week kid rock this next no. song bitch please two is the fifth single off of the album and this is a song where dr dre is actually featured on the album a song called bitch please two made it as a single yeah i get yeah this is the last yeah, i don't remember ever it also has snoop hearing Dogg. this as a single snoop Dogg exhibit and nate Dogg r.i.p yeah. i i thought about this the other day this is a funky song, Sam. I think that this is the funkiest song I wrote down. I remember liking this one more because I like Snoop Dogg on it, and I like Dr. Dre because I can hear him say it. This sounds like a West Coast classic. Uh-huh. It does sound more like a Dre song, like a classic yeah. Dre and Snoop Dogg song. Not like a NWA sound, but like that City of Compton era. That, that modern G-funk. Yes. There you go. Dr. There you go. Dre is commonly associated with. I, I was thinking, do you think they all say their names in the tracks? So, Usually. A, we can all know, but B, so that they all can remember themselves. So when they have to write down, like, credits, they're like, who the fuck was there? Uh, I don't know, just listen back on the track. Remember, we all said our names. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is true. You know they all get high as fuck, baby. Some have some weight. Hold on. Give the Snoop part respect. Love Snoop Dogg. I think his addition to the song was good. All of them the same. I appreciate it. I like hearing voices. Or Snoop's voice. Oh, it's like butter on the ears. He just has such a good flow and a good style. Yeah, rap is all about that. Like your your voice and your style. And Snoop has the best. Matter of fact, I might I would go I would as far agree, as probably. I would say he's probably the greatest rapper of all time. Given to Snoop. He's definitely the most marketable and he's, for sure. He's still relevant. Uh-huh. In the game. Snoop, he's been Snoop relevant. Lion. He's been relevant through every era of rap. Did you like Snoop Lion? 
Snoop Lion was alright. I have the album. There's a few songs on there that are pretty good. It's a very like well done album. It's just not as jamming as I would prefer from Snoop. But but Smoke the Weed is a true gem. So you should, like Smoke the Weed. Yeah, but it's day. ridiculous thing. <laughs> yeah, because he put on like a fake Jamaican accent. Um, yeah. It was bad. I mean, he that got was away bad. With it, though he got away with it, but he's still. No one out. else can do that. No, no one else snooped. is allowed to be like, I'm gonna do a fucking album with a Chinese accent and get away with it. Like, no one would fucking let that pass. Snoop can do anything <laughs> he wants. Crazy. <laughs> he's he can do anything he wants to do. Snoop Dogg is famous on a level that's crazy. He's famous like Michael Jackson famous. Yes, I would agree. He's got his own TV yeah, station. He has much more uh, positive reviews than Michael Jackson had, though. And I like Snoop. I like listening to him talk. I like watching anything he's involved with. He's put out he's well funny. over 20 albums, and they're all worth having. Interesting. You can't say that about many artists at all. Including like recent albums that he's put out that sound like classics, like Snoop classics. Huh. Really, really good stuff. Everybody loves it, man. You seen the show uh, with Martha Stewart where he's like cooking? I know what you're talking about, but it's amazing. It's amazing. I've never watched it. That that goes to show you how much people love Snoop Dogg. Martha Stewart loves Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah. They have a friendship. They smoke before roasts. I I could see those two getting. I could see those two getting freaky. <laughs> Dude, like, I bet. Like, Damn, Martha, you looking fine. She's Damn, not married, I don't think. And like, I don't know how old she is. She's like in the seventies or something. She's like she's seven at least in her sixties, but he's but, old too. He's in his fifties. But I'm he? just, but for like, Probably, she looks yeah. good. Whatever she's, she's had surgeries, whatever done. I think she also just takes looks good. good care of herself. She eats well. <laughs> Kirk, you check it out, Martha. Kirk has always been known to like older ladies. I'm, I'm gonna say it here on the podcast. <laughs> I would give it to Martha Stewart. Dude, Kirk is a cougar chaser. If he were a hunter I'm, I'm of about any, that. if he was a hunter of any kind, he'd be a cougar hunter. She's oh foxy. God. Look at that twinkle in her eye. I'm looking up Martha right now. Oh my god. She always has a squint in her eye because she's probably stoned. Because she got she's shot a chism in her eye. You could you could hang out with her. She's cool. And you know she's about it. You know she'd let me pass. Oh, yeah, look. There you go. You hitting that, Kirk? Yeah, she's pretty. She's All pretty. day with she's the lights on. I'm telling you. you know, there's no way that she doesn't smell good and doesn't have, oh, like, she smells fantastic. I'm sure immaculate care of I'm, everything. I'm sure her skin's velvety smooth and yeah, voluptuous. Indeed. God, and squishy, beating it off to Martha Stewart. I'm telling you, I never. She's a total milk. like that, but yeah, she totally let's, is. Let's find a she's, picture of her. She's even hot, younger. I, um, she probably doesn't look as good when she was younger. <laughs> I kind of remember thinking like nothing about her, and then like all of a sudden like a, I was like, "God damn, she got I hot." I think she was goofier looking when she was younger. Yeah, what's her fucking name? She's matured. She filled out nicely and Martha had some Stewart? work done and whatever. She's rocking it. Here you go. Martha. Yeah, she's a fox. She's a fucking fox. She's definitely been a weed smoker forever. Look at her. I mean, I don't know. It's like Kirk, Kirk whatever, whatever. She looks too young. I think, I think right now is the best she's ever looked. <laughs> Kirk lacks it old. All right, let's go, Martha. If you're listening, get at me. She looks generally cute there. She's just yeah, going, she's just going down the New York Street. She looks busy girl. <clears throat> I All can right. make you a turkey. Well, let's let's stop respecting women. Not hey, that. you All guys, right. in in the mood of the podcast <laughs> and in the album, we yeah. need to stop respecting women, especially. <laughs> <laughs> this is not 
Okay. There you go, <laughs> Kirk. I put the older one back up. <laughs> okay. I just got the chills. Since you guys aren't listening to me, I have a way to totally take the respect of women out of the room by playing this next song, Kim. Oh, oh yeah. This one's crazy. <laughs> that was the perfect like lead into that. You're welcome. She's good at the uh, segue. Oh, yeah. Segway. That's the word I was looking for. This song is disturbing. I remember, like, when I first heard this, it, like, was very disturbing. It now fucks it's, with your brain. Now I'm kind of like, uh, okay. But. This has always been hard to listen to. Yeah. It's it, not enjoyable. Like, I always skip this one. Absolutely. Actually enjoyable? <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> fucked up, dude. And it's really violent. And it's supposed to be about the mother of his fucking child. <laughs> like, it's crazy. I have three reactions to it. One, that one, like, the, uh. Jesus fucking Christ, what is going on here? Uh, another reaction of... Imagine what it was like him... I want to see him recording this in yeah, studio. Because he wrote this and went over it and practiced it and then yeah. recorded it yeah, yeah, and like, like added it to the album. Like It was a process where he was like, yeah, I'm, I fucking mean this shit. Yeah. But I, but I want to see it when he's like... But I don't mean like really mean it, but like he was all about putting that shit out. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I want to see the part where he fucks up and he goes, hey... Roll that back. I need to do the part where I stab her again. Okay. Bleed, bitch, bleed. Sorry. <laughs> Voice cracked. Sorry. Let me do that again. Bleed, bitch, bleed. <laughs> and then the third emotion is. He's an I, awful I, singer. I, I laugh at this part because he still adds this horribly off-key singing that is really out of nowhere for this song. But it's very weird. It's not something you would ever put on. I would never put it on and be like, hey, I want to jam. Let's put on Kim. Yeah, this is a yeah. weird song. I'm sh- I feel like a lot of people probably have a weird relationship with this song now. I'm sure. I think most people uh, are like, yeah. I get that that was like therapeutic for him or whatever, but like, it's not yeah. a song that you would fucking put on to jam to. They would be like, listen to this fucking Eminem song. It's it's banging. Do you think there was anybody put it on to jerk off to? This I don't. Is, this is not a song I to would jam like to. to. Think, no. What'd you say, Kurt? <laughs> this is not a song to jam to. Not at no. all. Actually, on the edited version of this album, it was left off. It was replaced with another song called Kids. Yeah. Which was that. also like a messed up song. Oh, yeah. But not like this. This is just like a No, this is different level. Murder. Even like the <laughs> even like the gangster guys that like were like around that heard this after it was recorded were like, damn. Like, jeez, dude. Yeah, you're fucked up, M. Hey, M. They're like, yo, this white boy, crazy. Hey, M. Marshall Mathers. No, ma'am. I hate you. Just Marshall Mathers. <gasps> Bitch, get in the trust! <laughs> my God. There's a straight up bomb that went off in my ears. <laughs> but I have to edit that one down. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay, but wow. <laughs> when you, when that, like, took my breath away. When, huh. when you talk like this soft, can you... You get like a foot away from the microphone, and then when you decide to scream, you got right next to it. <laughs> Sorry, guys, this is my first time. It's not your first time using a microphone. <laughs> That's for fucking sure. I'm still not very good at it. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm still coughing. Get out. Oh, and that part too. He did her voice yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. I want to see that video of him like. I can't. I'm scared. That, also, the interesting thing is. He's he's doing this because she cheated on him, but he even says in the song that he cheated on her previously. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. they wiped the slate clean. So but this yeah. is just a fucked up relationship. Yeah. 
It's crazy. They're both they're both insane. And they're both drug addicts. And super so damaged and not right in the head. Being both damaged good. and being super fucked up on like hard drugs. I mean, how do you not have a volatile fucking relationship? Yeah. Where what? you like love hard, you fight hard, like all of it. What was Eminem's drugs? I don't know what he did. Everything. Yeah. Heroin too? I mean, I don't know at this point. Mm, I'm sure he has done it. Definitely like coke. Tons of weed. He liked coke. He talks about, yeah. about He likes to like to trip. Drunk. He would. He and was BMF. known for throwing X parties. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's sober now. Still? I think so. I don't know, like, if he smokes or drinks anything, but I don't think he parties like he did. Cause he even talked about some of the lyrics earlier in this that he would like. Like I still got, or unless it's not happened yet, I still gotta throw it up to spew and stuff. Like he, he knows that he parties hard. Although that was drug valid, but like he knew that it was still gonna go on for a while. And then now it's not going on anymore. I don't think because he partied so fucking hard with everything. I want to see. Uh, I would have liked to see Chester Bennington do that part. I want to see him do it now. That's a, that's one I'd like to see now. You're very interested in zombies singing. You know he's dead <laughs> now, though, right? Oh, just yeah. just yes, I know he's quite dead. I know that's why I'm talking about zombies singing. And that's why I mentioned it like before. It's a throwback. Watch this. I can stand up. He just wanted to be cool like Chris Cornell. They were friends, and it did make Chris Cornell much more popular. So what did the dying himself? kill himself? You think so? Yeah, it got him talked about quite a bit. People mm. bought people. There's like always a surge in album sales when someone dies. People become way more interested in you, and just like a human being that you know, if you usually kind of all of a sudden everybody comes out of the woodwork temporarily uh, for forget day. their sins mm -hmm. and the things that they did, and you're just like, yeah, but they were a good person and whatever. All right, so we have to die. two <laughs> more songs, me. and I know that you have to go to practice soon, so let's go. We are having rough practice. Under the, God, I'm burping. Sorry, too much soda. Under the influence. This one's kind of funky. He's trying so hard to make a case for this album. Dude, he, he said that it wasn't funky at all. I mean, it does jam. It's got some groove. It's not funky in the way that we yeah, would want it to be, because we're talking about actual like funky and groovy music, like funk music. I know. I know. <laughs> it's not true to form. It gets better with each listen. It's a lot easier this time going through it, especially with you, know, you guys. You get, it, it just needs to grow on you, man. But I'm never going to enjoy it. Like a wart on the penis. I enjoy a wart on the penis. You can rub it. It's like extra ribbing. <laughs> but I'm not... I think what I'm finding is pretty much any music I'm going to be able to tolerate by the end of it. It's just how many times I fucking listen to it. But I'll never put this on. I'm not going to get oh, in the yeah. car and be like, hey, guys. That's I get a little that. peek into later what we do over question wise. But, but what this has done for me so far is I do agree he can rap. He's a good rapper. He's rhythmically very fucking on. And it's not boring ever. You know, there's some rappers that are just like the same all the time. And it's like, eh. Yeah. Like, I get in trouble for this when I talk to metalhead fans. And you'll, you might understand this, Kirk. Corey Taylor, I think he's got this rhythm. 
that he just does all the fucking time from like Slipknot. Like it's too predictable. Yeah, like it's always like. And I like feel like you can just write his songs now. That never happens with Eminem. And I think that's when I like people the most is when I can't go like that's their fucking special rhythm that they always do. Right, he keeps you guessing. He specifically tailors the flow to the song that he's doing. Which I think speaks to earlier when you said he was an actual fan and a child of Yeah, he's very into hip-hop. the craft of emceeing. So it's like, I don't think that shows that he actually cared. And he'd have to, he'd have to care, right? Oh, People yeah. I mean, in the like, scene wouldn't have let him in. Ultimately, oh, yeah, they, they will even tell you, like, that he's the best. You know, like, it's just undeniable. Undeniable. What's his name again? His real name? Marshall Mathers. <laughs> the third. That's why it's M and M. M and M. He's the third. He's the third? He's the third. What's his middle name? Uh, let's take a guess. Kirk, take a guess before Michelle looks it up. Take a guess before you look it up, Michelle. Um, his name is probably Marshall. Uh, Kirk, you got one? Yeah, Lee, because everybody's fucking middle name is Lee. Marshall Lee Mathers. That's a good guess, but it's probably not that. I got one. What? Quincy. Ooh, that's interesting. He wishes. Marshall Quincy Mathers. I think it sounds nice. I'm going to say Rodney. It's it's, it's fucking Marshall Rodney Mathers. There's something about him that has to be white trash in his name. What if his mom was so fucked up that she didn't give him a middle name? (laughs) You don't deserve one. What's the story there, Kirk? Do you know? I don't know. She's just she a crazy was, bitch. She was like, yeah, she was just like a Munchausen syndrome. Oh yeah, that's right. Tell me. She was on drugs. And she was we were all wrong. Marshall Bruce Mathers. Bruce. He, yeah. Don't call me Bruce. Bruce. Uh, Marshall Bruce Mathers the third. Uh, I, I learned something today. I did not know that. Net worth one hundred and twenty million dollars. Wow. Wait, I fucked that song up. It's a. Don't bring me down. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start saying. By the way, that was beautiful. I'm gonna start saying, "Don't bring me down, Marshall Mathers." (laughs) (laughs) That's my kind of joke. Yeah. As long as I'm laughing, I don't fucking care. (laughs) Ah, the early fade out. This is the kind of things you chuckle to yourself about during the day. I think we should start employing that in general. <laughs> All right. A little bit more. One more song and then we have some questions. Let's jump on into Criminal. Criminal. Come the fuck on. Uh-oh. Oh, my We're God. We're good. We're fine. Oh, my God. You're a dramatic. <laughs> oh, my God. You're very dramatic. I should have peed. Pee right now. No. Pee your pants. The people need to hear me talk. <laughs> How much is in that Coke bottle? Chug it and then do what you need to I'm do not, in the bottle under the table. I'm no not one, in front of you guys. No one's gonna see it. I'll be pee shy. I won't be able to do it. Well, I you peed in front of see. me. Huh? You've peed in front of me. I've peed you, on you. you. No, you fucking haven't. <laughs> I have not. You're right. That's disgusting. I don't. I don't deal with uh, excrements well. That's a weird. Fe- be what you're into, but pee and poop. I don't get it. 
And by the way, squirting is pee. I don't care what the fuck oh, here we go. you think it is, but squirting is fucking pissing. You know, I used to make that argument all the time, and then my good buddy, and I'm not going to name him out, said, well, I guess I'm into pee. And I was like, well, fuck, all right. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's fucking pee at all. And I know who you're talking about. I remember. <laughs> it's probably not hard to figure out. No, he's, yeah. He's sitting right here. <laughs> That's not true. No, Kirk likes to be peed on. It's not true, and I don't like to be peed on, but I'm cool with squirting. <laughs> cool with Like, you're cool with you squirting? Oh, of course he's cool with himself squirting. No. Does a man get to call it squirting when he does it? <laughs> If the woman has an orgasm that's so intense that a little pee comes out, then that's, not that's what, fine. No, that's not what squirting is. That's but, not a little pee coming out. But but if, like, squirting... is <laughs> because you are beating so hard that you are, like, up in that bladder. And they, they're they having an orgasm and pissing at the same time. Because is that what it is? Is that what it is? The most... Yeah, because the most, like, relaxing... Like, you release. So Everything. you also just, like, piss as well because uh. it's so... You just let go. God, I wish I could pee and come at the same time. I mean, it would probably be That's great. That's not fair. That's not fair. But I'm not interested in making that kind of a mess That's or being fair. in I that mean, sort of a situation I mean, it, you, as long with as myself you, or anyone else. As long as you clean it up afterwards. I'm fucking mad because I feel women get it better now because you get to pee and come at the same time. Yeah, but for all of the times <laughs> that we have sex and don't come, I think that... Every time. Um, <laughs> I think that if we're allowed to like have extreme orgasms and multiple orgasms in a way that you guys can't, I think we've earned it. And we also have to have, I mean, I don't, but there's the whole like, we can be impregnated, you can't thing. Unless like... Wait, I'm not pregnant right now? It's a pretty good deal. You have to work really fucking hard. And you get to pee standing up. Trust can, me, being a man must be nice. I can poop and come at the same time. And you get to like, just be a piece of shit and not care. <laughs> that part's true. I do get to be a piece of when shit the, and not When the turd is passing... It actually makes you come harder. Well, we've talked about this recently. There's a whole thing about women orgasming while they have the baby. They're, they actually, yeah, they're they're actually masturbating. That's a whole thing. Have you heard of that, Kurt? Masturbating while giving birth and no. orgasming and using like the baby as, like, to to be like this is a uh, damn. An so, enjoyable. So, so as the baby's coming out, they're so you're not like orgasm. screaming and shit when the baby's coming out. And it's oh, like, they're screaming! And they say that it's like uh, it's a nice way for the baby to come in because of the endorphins and all and the, like the and all the good positive vibes that are happening. Seems a little strange to me, but I'm not here to knock people I'm, on that. I'm not against it. <laughs> I'm not against it. I think it's weird. I'm not against grabbing babies and using them as dildos. <laughs> yeah, as they come out. And I mean that I guess you'd be technically pissing at the same time as well because there'd be all those fluids coming out. It, it sounds yes. like it sounds like a win-win. So that's for like them. squirting out a baby. Yeah, this is getting vulgar. This is the Eminem episode. This I is know. how it and goes. Kirk, Kirk brings out the vulgarity. All right, guys, we have some questions. Yeah, you know, I was, I was gonna say that last song is quite entertaining in my opinion. Is it a good? One? Is there a song here? You generally, I guess, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Don't don't do Sorry. that yet. So we have some. Uh, I just questions. wanted to say that because we talked about other things besides the. the yeah, song. we went on tangents. <laughs> I think that I like said that for criminal. I think it's just him more talking out of his asshole. He's yeah. just, I think he he's does, just making a rap record. He does know? a lot of that's the, shit not, talking. That's the final one where he gets to say like ridiculous shit even more, right? So, yeah, that's like a slim, slim, slim shady. 
track. track. He's a slim lady. That was hard to say. A slim shady track. Slim anus. Uh, I think that track's hilarious because of the way he comes in and criminal. <laughs> it's very abrupt. His voice has had to have hurt after. I said that to Kirk earlier today. It's, it's he had very to fuck angry. His voice up. Doing all he, of this. He had the, the anger in his voice. You imagine him doing that live all the time? He fucked his throat up. So, podcast question he had a time. Track. It's time to review oh. this shit. Kirk, why did you choose this particular album? I chose this album because I feel like for our age group, it was one of the most influential albums to come out of the time. Influenza yeah. albums? Yeah. <laughs> Influential. <laughs> yeah. A nice reaction. I um, just felt like it was an important album as far as, you know, the whole, time. the whole culture is concerned. And uh, being that you are critics of music and such, yeah, it was a good one for you to have. All right. I'll, I'll say it was And I fair. personally just really enjoyed this album. I'll say it was a good uh, submission. All right. So what do you think when you sent the text to Sam, when he asked what the album was going to be and you sent that fucking text, <laughs> what did you think his initial reaction was going to be? And mine. But I mean, obviously, this is more harmful to Sam. But yeah, both of us. <laughs> I thought Sam was going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it'd be like, well, I guess this is what I asked for or something like that. What do you think Michelle was thinking? Michelle, I thought maybe had liked Eminem at one point, but probably wasn't too into it anymore, but was just like, whatever. Correct. But whatever, it'll be all right. You but know? I like hip hop. I like more hip hop and a wider range of hip hop, much wider than Sam. So, yes, I'm more open to stuff that has more of a groove, even though I, in my opinion, this is arguably less groovy. Groovy. So what's next? Um, what was your judgment prior to listening to it, Sam? Exactly what Kirk said. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Mine was, I was very interested. I thought that it was, I mean, it was going to be interesting to revisit something that I once listened to so much and then just completely stopped listening to and never went back to. Did you, did you flash back to certain like actual places and? No, just in my room okay. listening to it. Nothing specific. Um. Ah, Fuck. So preparing for it within this last week, Kirk, how many times did you listen to this album? I actually only listened to it one time. I, I just know this album so well. And uh, I pretty much got everything I needed to out of it. So With albums like this, when we like that, we know we've both listened to it a lot. Like I don't think either of us really listened to it that much during the week because like, we've listened to it our entire lives. Yeah, it was like a refresher. A hundred fucking times, easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. just need a little refresher on it. And it's like riding a bike. Well, I listened to it about two and a half times, which is half under my uh, minimum. But again, I've listened to this so many times. I've owned this. So I was fine. Sam, how many times did you meet your um your seven listen minimum? Okay, I think I got I think I got three. Wait, how many are we counting not this one? That we just listened to? We never count this okay. one. Two. <laughs> two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And for never being... I don't think that's enough. I don't enough. even know what... It's, it's not enough. But it's you've not been fair. sick. I know it's not... I have been sick. But you've been sick. My so. headphone situation is still not the best. And I. this one was just... I don't know why. It was like... It's, <laughs> I, it's I just too brutal. I just couldn't fucking search it. I didn't want to put it on. Okay, so... And, and even... But the last couple of weeks, I haven't been getting that many listens in on any of these things because of my headphone situation. So I need to fix that. 
You have multiple he- pairs of headphones. But I none just, of them work correctly. I just pulled a pair of earbuds out of a work. pair of pants because I s- I'm washing a load of your pants. I bet they don't clothes. work properly. Okay, so um, what was your least favorite song, Kirk? Whole album, least favorite song. Least favorite song. Do you need to look at a track list? No. I I, got a pick for... I I basically have two least favorites and two favorites. What is your second least favorite? Second least favorite, probably Stan. And then least favorite is Kim. Okay. That's fair. Sam? Do the line. (laughs) Truly yours. Your biggest fan. This is Stan. (laughs) Uh, uh, my least favorite song, and I'm looking at the track list right now, which is not fucking helping me at all. Yeah, because you didn't listen to it enough. No, I know what song I don't like the most. It's probably fucking Stan, because I don't like that whole dramatic sound. I don't like it when Linkin Park does it. I don't like it when anybody does that whole... It's just kind of cheesy and corny and sounded like rain really going cheesy. on and, and stuff. And, and, and people love it way too much. They just eat it up like it's the greatest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, but it's easier to listen to that than Kim. Kim is definitely, for me, the my least favorite. It's I don't even consider Kim rough. a fucking song. It's just it like is. A, it technically is. It's awful. By, by the way, he in that song, even though he's that angry, he still can rhyme. Even in the moment, he can fucking rhyme. Because he's not in the moment. Because it's, it's art. <laughs> okay, favorite song, Kirk. Okay, favorite song. Ooh. If you have two, you can do your second favorite and then your most favorite. If you need a minute, we can move on to Sam I or me. I, I don't. I can't really pick which one it is, but it'd be um, I'm Back and Criminal. Criminal! Yeah, but I'm Back is really good. I think that's Because you can suck my dick if you don't like my shit. Cause I was high when I wrote this. So suck my dick. That yeah, that sounds very much like you. Which one? I don't know. Not talking to the mic guy. <laughs> I think that's the one. I. Uh, that's fine. You need to look at a track listing. It's I, fine. It's no. like I gotta hear the beat or. or but you know what? Um, you both did not listen to this enough. He's listened to it enough. I know which one I. Not this last I like week. The most. No. I need to find the track list. I know which one I like the most. What is it, Sam? Remember me? Because <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Real, truly, yeah. All right. My f- most favorite, even though, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm not very confident in this. I just put the way I am, um, the verses, not the choruses. Yeah, I'll probably really? just stick with that. Are you sure? Did you listen to it enough? Other Fuck you. Other <laughs> than that, I wonder if I'm... If, I don't know. I think that there are parts of Bitch Please. To- Hello? That's way too fucking loud. <laughs> yeah, you were singing Drug Ballad. I'm back. That's the song I'm at. Yeah. What? I was not singing Drug Ballad. She said, so you could suck my dick if you don't like my shit. That wasn't the song. That's not Drug Ballad. Yeah, it is. What the Hell fuck? Yeah, that's Drug Ballad. No, it's not. <laughs> this is Drug out. Ballad. Oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> I yeah, you need, wait, what did you say? You need to say that in the microphone. Get closer to the microphone <laughs> so we can hear you. Well, what did you say? Oh, say in the microphone. I think, I think under the influence is the one I, that you... That's not what you said. Yeah, I know, I know. I said you were singing Drug Ballad, but I was wrong about that. But yes. you were singing under the influence, I think. But that was what was confusing me. I was singing Bob Seger. 
because I'm back is why. Is that your favorite song? Yeah, this is probably the best one. I really like the beat. Is, that, is this this? I'm back. Yeah, you're right. I was doing under the influence. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Sorry. That's what threw me off. Oh, jeez. Did you say what your favorite one is, Kirk? I'm back. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm back, and Criminal would probably be the second, second favorite. And then I like the way, I am, the way I am. And you I like... Said, Remember me? But then I also really like Bitch Please, too, a lot, because of the Snoop Dogg parts. I so like that it's kind of between those two. Um, how many... Oh, wait, we already did the listens. I apologize. Kirk, how did you feel about this when you listened to this before? You loved it, right? Like when it came out, when you were familiar with it? Oh, yeah. It was like the greatest thing in the world. Would you? I think most people felt that way about it. Would you still recommend it today to people? Yeah, I would. I think it holds up pretty well. You did say and that I earlier. And so I yeah. think it showcases what, what Eminem was like at the height of his career. And it sort of captures a moment. And uh, the people that... Here, new Eminem, they don't really have the full appreciation for it, and they should check this album out. Sam, would you ever listen to this again? Absolutely. Almost every day, every waking moment of my life. No, I'm not listening to this thing again. This <laughs> wasn't my bag. It's just not me. I, I honestly, I think that I'm going to continue the, uh, the no Eminem thing. I, when I was listening to this, I immediately remember what I liked about Eminem. And then I immediately remembered why I stopped listening to Eminem. So there are still things about it that I don't hate, but it's not, I don't like it enough to ever dive back into Eminem. You're not getting in that pool. So it is time to, um, you guys are going to be late, so sorry. It relates to band practice. Um, <laughs> sorry, Adam. So this is the time where I tell you what is next. What are we doing? What am I listening to all it's week? It's something that you've listened to before. Oh. But uh, I don't think that you enjoyed it very much, but you're going to have to listen to it differently <laughs> and more this time. Okay. <laughs> the Color and the Shape by the Foo Fighters. I like that album. Foo Fighters. All right. Color and the Shape. All right. All right. That's the podcast. Thank you, Kirk. Look at him Thank getting you. All it was fun. Thanks for having Gushy, me. Yeah, no rushy. Problem. Thanks for coming, Kirk. We Thank appreciate you. it. Please subscribe. Tell people we are on Facebook, Couple of Critics Podcast. Yeah. We are on Instagram, Couple of Critics Podcast. And clean toilets. And Sorry, Michelle. Most places where you can listen to podcasts. Is that fine? Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye. again for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming, Kirk. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Get the fuck out of here.